0: Showtime baby, here we go. Live in the entertainment capital of the world.
1: 3 oh, you go. Just 3. Oh wow. Sorry. As this game is going on,
2: he's feeling it and you can see he's rising to the occasion. It's the TC Martin show. Oh, awesome baby. It's time
0: to get your daily prescription from the Doctor TC Martin.
1: This is your captain, baby. Hey, come with me! The
0: Doctor is now in.
1: Yes, it is a Tuesday. You know what that means. A, a terrible Tuesday of the edition of the TC Martin Show. Glad to have you with us, aboard abroad, of rest, wherever you may be. Rolling around this heat of Las Vegas. By a beach, anywhere, Black's Beach, still alive.
2: Oh, most definitely. (laughs) Most
1: definitely. Our Northern California crew out there listening, driving the the heavy, heated cars that need some air conditioning help. Yeah, we are here at your service. The show that will answer questions for you, that will fire back questions at you at any time, anywhere. Brad, the believer in the house today. Um,
3: I'm a little disappointed nobody's commented on my amazing shirt today.
1: We haven't got there yet. Uh, Victory is mine. It looks like a picture of... Of something from Miss Pac-Man. Is that Miss Pac-Man? You don't know who this is? Look, what do you mean something? Looks like something from Miss Pac-Man. Will you calm down over there? I'll have to throw you the neutral corner. Kenny Bayless, where are you at? The Earthquake is in the house. Earthquake winding up.
0: It's the left the park side and the inside and
1: I did not get the memo today that we were wearing black, so the quake has donned in black. I don't know if he was a. Uh, Plan on going to a funeral today or what or you're just looking dapper do you have another job interview today that you didn't tell me about
3: because you are clean shaven again the funeral for the quake's beard that was regrowing now gone again that
1: is true what i, I go ahead and i i blast you for growing out the beer you come back clean shaven we're gonna have to take another picture today
2: it's coming uh, it's the beard will come back i just uh you know get some quick look sharp though
3: man I, Black uh, polo?
2: black's my favorite color so i usually try and wear black or gray Yes, dark blue.
3: There you go. Quake, can colors. you tell TC what what I'm rocking here? Okay, please help the man.
2: That is uh, that's Stewie from Family Guy, and Stewie's always trying to you know take over the world, uh, ruin people's lives. He uh, you know generally uh, is, is scheming.
3: Well, oh. And TC, this is a sports show, so tell me what his head is shaped like. Uh, it looks like a bad football. Yes. Yes. Ding ding ding.
1: Exactly. Not enough of the uh, of the threads on top though, I'll tell you that. Okay, what's this guy's name again? Stewie. Stewie. Why is he wearing overalls?
2: That's just is what he wears. That's what that's his that's his uniform. <laughs> he's um, a baby. He's a baby. Yeah. You don't watch The Family Guy?
1: No, I don't watch The Family Guy. Oh. No. No. It's a cartoon, isn't it?
2: I'm gonna have to reevaluate my friendship yeah. with <laughs> T C here.
1: Listen, you just have the Curb Your Enthusiasm music ready to go, and we'll be lifelong friends, pal. Oh, it's ready. Plain and simple. That's all i got to do, okay? And remember, that is not Larry the Legend's uh, theme song. It's not.
2: Oh, lately it's been.
1: Yeah, geez. (laughs) Unbelievable. All right.
3: Believer! Speaking of Larry the Legend, Quake, you were here Friday when I announced the fact that since TC was out of town, my typical dining buddy... And since you're married, I didn't even think to ask you because I thought there was no chance. You have married with a family. Uh, my last and final option, since my beautiful girlfriend is currently out of town, was Larry the Legend. And it was, I wouldn't say unfortunate, but initially, and nothing against Larry, but TC is a connoisseur of great dining. So I had a great comp to Andiamo Steakhouse yeah. at the D. And I never tried it before, and I was excited. I was hoping the doctor would be able to go. I could only get it for this one day. He was out of town. So I enjoyed it with Larry the Legend, and it was uh, quite entertaining. Wait, 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 wait. Time out. Rewind. First of all, I, pre- I appreciate the, the invite there
1: of going, even though it's a post-invite. I find out about this three days later. That's, you know, and while you were dining on Friday at a steak, I, was fi- I had a fine steak myself. All right, uh, with a lovely lady uh, back in Sacramento and a very fine establishment there as well too. So, uh, very good stakewise, wise, very nice. However, I understand that that I would be choice one. Quake would be choice two. Probably the lovely Amanda would be choice one over all of us. Correct. But why in the world? Why in the world would it go all the way down the metal pole down you know down the podium to Larry Legend? My friend, are you that starved for, for attention or tag team partners? you got to go to the Legend? Now, I understand we went with the Legend to another steakhouse, but not as fine as, as on Diamo at the D. Yeah. That, that's, that's high rate. Very luxurious. I, I'm sure that they probably needed to have a collared shirt at least to get in there, or maybe a jacket. Maybe summertime they waved that. How, what was the Legend's attire? Because I can only imagine it was some Walmart shorts and maybe some flip-flops, and there was no collared shirt anywhere to be seen.
3: <laughs> uh, I, I forgot to check out his footwear attire. You
1: didn't check out your date's attire.
3: <laughs> uh,
1: the, what's more disturbing here that the that the legend was his date, or he didn't check out his attire? Quake.
2: Uh, uh, so I'm just. <laughs> not, not, so not, not, I, not. I'm guessing collared shirt, probably shorts. I don't know what he'd be wearing for shoes.
3: Did you take a picture, believer, of the food? Yeah, the, you did. Did you get the okay. tomahawk steak? I, I thought about it but it was gonna be a little too much so I but I still went you know believer style I went I had the, the sea bass with a pea uh, risotto cake which was mm. outstanding we started off with the, the jumbo meatball which is great and then I also added uh, I can't remember the name but but it was a pasta pork filled pasta so I had the pasta the sea bass the meatball for an appetizer and uh, we had, you know, a couple loaves of bread. <laughs> and, <laughs> a couple and, loaves at least. And the legend went with the 24-ounce porterhouse with the baked oh, potato. Oh, boy. Jeez. No oh, seasoning. Right. No uh, seasoning on the steak. Of course
1: not. Probably ketchup, too,
3: on top of that. So
1: I got to say here, I, I will give you some credit, though, that, you know, you, you're reaching out to this guy. He needs a friend. Obviously, you need a friend. And it's good that you actually are finding some bonding. Do well, I send some Golden Girls music coming? There you go. But what you've done here is... Uh, you know, you're you're bringing this guy into into your realm and, and some fine dining at that. So I gotta say, gotta be very very impressive. He has to be very very impressed.
3: Oh, he should have been impressed. I was impressed because
2: <laughs> because
1: uh, Bill Bixby? Is that Bill Bixby back in the courtship of Eddie's father? Harry Nelson.
2: Harry Nilsson's version It is But yeah. but,
1: but but that's the show I There it is so, yeah. Courtship of Eddie's father But And let's don't forget Who Eddie was Alright That's a Brandon Whatever his name was The pitcher for the Yankees In the greatest baseball movie Of all time guys
2: Oh I did that Come on, on accident on. The,
1: you did, oh, Yeah <laughs> Yeah That
3: was it The Bad sandwich. News Bears The Sandlot No the Bad News Bears I knew was
1: going Yeah out. exactly
3: Okay it's coming to me now. They did the, the legends attire. Yeah, khaki shorts, black polo shirt. I I have enough of this. I had a black polo shirt and shorts is. as well. But I had the cop right. So they said, "Mr. Restituto, we were expecting you, <laughs> treating me like VIP."
1: Am I going to get a mulligan
3: here? Oh
1: like, yeah. A redo? Okay. Yes, yes. That's good. All right. Well, I look forward to that because I'm taking you out on Friday. That's right.
3: Yeah. And nice. I'm excited to take you. I don't know if you've been to Andiamo. It was the first time I, I had, haven't. And I was completely blown away. So, that being said, I know you will as well.
1: All right. There you go. There you go. The, the Believers Dining uh uh, oh, expertise. One or last thing. It.
3: Quake, as we discussed, we will have one on me with my comps of me, you, TC, and legend. All of us. That's What? That locked that in. what?
1: This wasn't a foursome. What are you talking about? We're going to the golf course on a foursome there? Quake, you told me that you Look would love to sit down with Quake. Quake yeah. has the same – I think he has the same uh, feedback as I do.
2: not you I'm, on that? You down uh, with that? I'm interested in seeing Larry in his natural habitat. <laughs> and I want to – I want to experience – Him eating and hanging out, those things interest me.
1: Literally hanging out, yes. No question about that. All right. What
2: time is it?
1: As Morris Day once said, It's Terrible Tuesday. That's terrible. Things gone wrong in the sporting world.
0: That's a terrible idea. I want to know what the hell he's smoking. Something stinks in here. That's terrible.
1: (laughs) It's Terrible Tuesday. Things gone wrong in the sporting world. All right, a little bit later in the show today, our good friend TJ Reeves will be joining us as we talk all things Florida, all things bubbles. And speaking of which, Sacramento Kings, Rashawn Holmes has escaped. He has escaped. Where's he escaped from? He's escaped from the bubble. That's right. As we know, guys, the NBA has rules for its players to stay safe and sound from its outlying community there in Florida. You want to be safe want the NBA players to be safe. But more importantly, you want the residents to be safe there in Orlando and the the neighboring communities, which you're very familiar with, Believer, as you know. Yes, I am. All right. So Rashawn Holmes said, you know what? Forget about that. I'm hungry. He left the bubble to go get some fast food. He now faces a 10-day quarantine. How's that for letting down your teammates, for letting down your coach and the Sacramento Kings? I don't understand it. The first thing that they tell you is, you cannot leave the bubble. Here are the rules to follow. It's no different than you're going on a field trip, you know, when you're a kid, all right? You know, get yourself a partner. Hold hands when you leave uh, the bus station or wherever you go. I mean, come on now. Find your partner. You're in your room. Okay, you either eat as a group in the dining hall or you eat in your room. And they were told, once you go to your room, do not leave your room. So... The players, you know, have food delivered to their room. And Holmes just said, I remember a couple days ago, he said, you know, the quality of food here is pretty good, but that, that didn't stop him from going out to get something better, I guess. So yes, Rashawn Holmes broke quarantine, broke camp just so he could go get some food. And what's he say? He goes, Oh, my bad. I accidentally left the bubble.
3: How do you accidentally leave the bubble? I don't know, TC. The dominoes continue to fall, though, as Michael Beasley is tested positive for the coronavirus and returned home. That's uh, Brooklyn Nets forward. Yes. Pride right at K-State. There is a hotline, a pretty much tattletale hotline. If you see somebody not wearing their mask or breaking protocol, you can call and rat them out in the, in the bubble at Magic Kingdom in the Disney facilities. So one 800 tattle Yeah. There and there's people that are doing what they're supposed to do, like homes. So the dominoes continue to fall, TC. Guys testing positive. Guys not doing what they're supposed to do. Getting sent home and compromising the whole process. All right. He wasn't the only
1: one. Like you mentioned, Michael Beasley as well, too, in the Houston Rockets, uh, Bruno uh, Cabacolo. He left his room. Here's what he had to say He said, I didn't know we couldn't leave. Wow. That's what he said. I never knew we couldn't leave. What are you talking about? That's the first thing that they tell you. This is, that can't be serious. That's what he said. That's the quote right there. So, again, the NBA let all players know there no way, shape, or form they can leave their room. It is against the rules. So, more NBA guys that have tested positive. And we talked about it yesterday briefly. Russell Westbrook tests positive for COVID-19. He's quarantined back in Houston. And James Harden, the Rocket teammate, has not left Houston. Right. And no one is saying why. But doesn't this give us reasonable belief? that he's probably tested positive
3: as well, too? Well, there's there's very high speculation that he has, and that's why he hasn't reported. And there's more guys that have not reported that are testing positive, and it's not the NBA who is going to come out and reveal those medical disclosures that either the players will do it or you'll find out once you're on the court in games and you're doing a head count, a roll call, and you realize some players aren't there. Right. So that's what it's going to come down to. All
1: right. Speaking of which, big news coming out of the WNBA today. Not just WNBA. This is all sports here. Elena Deladon, the Washington Mystics' most valuable player, all-star, arguably the best player in the WNBA. Reigning league MVP. Absolutely correct. And a good friend of this program as well, too. Love Elena Deladon. She has a pre-existing condition. And uh, that's why she doesn't go play overseas in the offseason. She could garnish, you know, millions of dollars to play overseas. But she doesn't because she does not want to travel uh, for health reasons. And Alina Deladon said, you know, she wasn't sure if she's going to play this year because of her health concerns. So now the, the WNBA uh, and these other leagues are saying, you know what? Uh, we're not going to give you the option. We're not going to give you the option to opt out. So... If we feel that you are not COVID-19 affected, you need to be there. This is big news. This is breaking news coming down today. And even though you know she hasn't tested positive for COVID-19, this is a situation, you know, again, outline other health concerns that you have to be concerned with. So where do we stand on this? Are, are we going to let these organizations say, hey, you must play if you feel that you're a health risk?
3: Look, TC, this, this is a tough situation because her personal doctor was the one that advised her not to travel or go that she would be high risk if she were to catch COVID-19. And the WNBA and basketball doctors said that's not the case. So she said she's going to further investigate the situation before she makes a complete decision, consult with her wife and her family. Uh, but it's very interesting, the fact, like you mentioned, if you're under contract, that there is no opt-out. They're, they're not letting that be uh, an escape clause.
1: Right, exactly. So we'll continue to watch this again. Just, you know, this isn't just the WNBA. Other, other sports are looking at this as well, too. All right, will there be college football? Talked to Trevor Maddich about this yesterday. Uh, a lot of the conferences are making their own decisions on this. The SEC is currently waiting until the end of July to make a decision. They came out with that announcement today. The Big Ten, the Pac-12, have already decided that they are only going to play conference games, where yesterday the Ivy League and the Patriot League said, you know what, we're done, we're canceling our seasons. So those guys that are football players, the volleyball players, for those conferences, you're out of luck. Here it is, maybe some of those, those same... Uh, athletes played in the spring. The Ivy League was the first to say, Hey, jump on board here. You know, we're, we're canceling things. And a lot of people are pointing to the Ivy League, Hey, maybe they're onto something initially. They were the first to cancel their conference tournament for the NCA, uh, you know, back in March. And you know, now they say, We're done all together. So the SEC is trying to hold out hope here. Here's where the problem lies, though the dysfunctionality is that a word guys dysfunctionality we'll go with that why not right in college football and this has been a problem with college football for a long time they can't seem to get the bowl system right the playoffs have been a mess for a long time they've been reluctant to make positive change so how can we expect the powers to be of college football to get this thing right the narrative changes every day. They don't seem to have a clue. And here we go again talking about we're coming down to the 11th hour again, and no one seems to know if we're going to have a college football season. They're going to leave it up to the conferences? Well, of course not. Are they going to leave it up to the, to the presidents? Well, no one is saying that. How come there is not one person or a governing body that can oversee all of college football here? They haven't been able to do it with anything over the past few decades, going way back when to the AP poll or the coaches poll to determine a national champion. Should we go a playoff? Well, that took nearly a decade to come up with a playoff system, and then when they do, they took two teams. And they said, well, you know, that's not right. Too much room for error. Let's make it four teams. The four-team thing Gotten it right some years. Other years they haven't. Let's go to eight. let Let's, You know, when the divisions below them can go to 16, have a true playoff, This has been the nightmare for college football when people love this sport. They clamor to it, but the presidents, everyone, the conferences, they get in their own way here, and this is the situation that we're running into here again. There are actually people over in the SEC that actually think that they can play in front of full stadiums. There have been athletic directors that say, well, we can play in front of full stadiums. There have been other ADs say, well, you know, we'll social distance and we can go 50% capacity. Others have said, okay, let's scale it down to 14,000 and keep it a max there. Nobody has any decision-making powers here, and we are here, all right? School is supposed to start here a month from now. Practices and training camp are supposed to start here in two weeks. And we have no idea if we're going to have college football. No different today than we were back in March.
3: That's right. And the conferences have already decided that they're going to keep play within conference. I want to play this scenario out for you guys, and and this is my opinion. Well, only
1: two have said that thus far. Only the Pac-12 and Big Ten have committed to that. Others are up in limbo. The Big 12 hasn't said what they're going to do yet. ACC hasn't said what they're going to do yet.
3: Well, let's go with with that being the case. And very limited, if any, fans in the stadiums. That's a real possibility. It's also a real possibility that March Madness coming into March may not have fans. If this is the case, TC, and we're going into March of next year with this is the case, I personally believe it will be absolutely catastrophic for college sports. And answer me this question. With college athletics on the football and basketball side, we're talking two straight years of March Madness, one with nothing not even any games, the other without fans, and we're still in limbo if there's going to be games there. How can even the big five, how can the big universities survive and pay their top coaches millions of dollars a year when they're losing billions over a a year-and-a-half, two-year sports span? I don't know how, TC. They're going to be able to survive financially in a way where – All of these CEOs, all these presidents, conference commissioners, and coaches make the salaries they make when they are bleeding millions upon billions of dollars. I don't see Mm it. And and
1: that's why I feel the next two weeks, seriously here, this isn't an an overreach in my opinion here. The next two weeks is the most important in the history of college football. Yeah, In in the history of college football, they're going to have to make this decision because like you said, if they opt to have no college football season, you are going to kill... These universities, these sports programs, we've already, ta- already seen Stanford cut 11 sports already. So, um, you know, quote-unquote minor sports. But again, those are scholarship sports as well, too. Now you're talking about football. You're talking about basketball. You are going to cut the legs underneath all of these schools here. This could be devastating. This actually
3: could lead to closures of universities. I see it. TC. you TC, we didn't even talk about the conference championships that were gone and canceled. This is millions upon billions of dollars already lost from the 2020 season. And this is now starting to bleed over into the 2021 season. It's affecting your two major cash cows, your biggest sports in basketball and football. And I'm right on par with you. If this does not change, or we don't get some type of turnover in the next couple weeks, this is going to be catastrophic. And we could see big schools close down their athletic programs. But again, the big question is, Who's going to
1: make this decision to play or not? Because it just can't be conference by conference. Because then again, where's the playoff situation? Where's the the championships? Somebody has to make a decision. And in professional sports, you have a commissioner or you got owners to vote and that sort of thing. I don't know who is the decision maker. Nobody seems to know. And that's why this situation is a bona fide mess. (laughs) NFL news. All right, we touched upon this a little bit uh, last week. The NFL teams will be forbidden from post-game interaction within six feet of each other and no more jersey exchanges between players after games. This is strictly prohibited. However, guys, remember, they can tackle each other. They can spit on each other. They can sweat on each other. They can tackle, pile on top of each other. But then after the game, it's like, wait, six feet apart. I, I don't understand it. I understand, I guess, where you're you're trying to go with this and let the game be the game, but if anybody's going to contract the COVID-19 virus, it's going to be on that playing field. It's not going to be guys from exchanging jerseys after the game or guys giving each other high fives or hugs or trying to hold a prayer together at the 50-yard line. So I don't know where this goes, but it seems a little ludicrous to even put out a statement like this. Huh. <laughs> Uh, right? I mean, are we talking about media availability here? All right, that kind of stuff is already in place. And we've seen guys with the eight-foot microphones trying to inter- interview people. You're going to keep me- media out of the locker room. Okay, I get that. But to say that, okay, it's forbidden for this
3: type of post-game interaction? It, it's like the same thing where the, in, in here, politically and locally, we want to close down bars, but you can still congregate in grocery stores and swimming pools. It's just so ridiculous. There's no consistency, and this is the story that we've been talking about for months with the consistency and the stories being told and the execution of game plans and blueprints to try to get things semi-back to normal.
1: All right. All right, so Barstool Sports, not a huge fan of Barstool Sports, but they came up with a map today. I don't know if anybody saw this, and they showed the most popular teams in each state. I first had no idea how they came up with this and where they came up with this until I did a little research. And you know where they came up with this? Yes. From a very astute authority. They went to the Sports Housing and Recreational Tourism. I don't know what that is. I guess that is known as the SHRT, which I've never heard of. Sports Housing and Recreational Tourism. So let me just... Let's play a little game here, guys. Let's let's participate here a little bit, okay? All right. No cheating now, okay? All right. All right. So... Most popular team in Florida. Now, remember, this could be college, it could be pro, it could be NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball. You take it, Florida, Florida Gators, uh, uh, the Florida Gators. Very good. I, I, I'll go with that. Quake. I'd say the Dolphins. You think the Dolphins, right? Sure. How about the Miami Heat? Were they the last team to win a championship in yeah. Miami? Right, exactly. No, according to the sports housing and recreational tourism on bar stool sports, it is the Florida Marlins.
3: Wow, that's.
1: <laughs> can I get a buzzer on that quake? Yeah. Can I, yeah. The, the can Florida Marlins are the most popular? Are you kidding me? They can't draw more than 12,000 fans if we were to a game against
3: Satellite Radio. I'd say bull.
1: Right? Bleep. Exactly. This is your your state, believer. It's bull crap.
3: Right? The Marlins. Where would they play seriously? The Marlins can't even fit 120 people in their stadium. What are you talking? I about? would go Heat. I would go Dolphins. Magic. I would Tampa go Gators. Bay florida state yeah the U. yes are you kidding me i'd take right. 9 right. 10 12 yeah. teams i take the rays over the marlins right oh, I'd take the rays over the marlins i take the uh orlando solar bears ahl <laughs> hockey team over them the tampa right. bay lightning right. the florida panthers everybody we didn't did, did even mention
1: the magic named off about a dozen teams even mentioned the magic i know but I, i'll take them I over them. the marlins
3: okay there you go all right
1: california the most popular team this seems like a no-brainer. I
2: saw this one. Yeah,
3: USC.
1: Yeah, USC. Is that where you're going with? That's where I'm going. How about the 49ers? Okay. No. How about the Lakers? How about the Clippers? Stop. Stop. This is. This should be it. The Warriors.
3: The Dodgers.
1: Look,
3: I, I can't. The continue. Giants. I can't continue this. Okay. You're gonna have to bleep me out. It's I'm gonna. The, I'm gonna use okay.
1: profanity. It's the Rams.
3: Okay. Over the Lakers, please.
1: It's the Chargers!
2: Yeah,
3: that's true. (laughs) I'm going to... I I, I don't know if... It's the Chargers! I'm going to lose my...
1: So Florida and California... Barstool sports, sports housing, recreational tourism, you failed miserably, okay? Oh, go ahead
3: and tell me in New England, it's not the Red Sox, it's not the Patriots, it's the Delaware Blueheads. How'd you know that? Oh, no, or, no. no, no they're, not, they're not even there. Uh, no, I think it is Or how the about Patri- the, Chowder, the Chowder Chavinskis?
1: Let's see. You know, there it is uh, on this map, or, and I was never great in East Coast geography because there's a little too many small dots here. A couple so, of states got so, it right. So, I'm, yeah, oh, okay, there's some there Patriot go, logos, yeah. but I don't know which ones they did. All right, Illinois, what should be it? Off the top of the your bears, head, quick. The Bears. Bears. How about the Bulls? Yeah, it's okay. In the Bulls. Bulls. How about the Cubs? Right? Okay, yeah. No, the White Sox. And I can tell you for a fact, the White Sox aren't even the most popular team in the baseball world. The Cubs drown out the White Sox and they want right. to put the White Sox. Are you kidding me? Forget about Why it. Why do we protest? This All is right. so terrible. Wisconsin. No brainer. The Come Packers are the Badgers? No question, yeah. right? No question. The Bucks. <laughs> the, who? the Bucks over the Packers. <laughs> who? The deer. Fear the deer. Over the Packers.
3: Oh, it gets better. Anybody o- want to name me four Milwaukee Bucks that have made an impact?
1: Well, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. Who that's else that's why
3: I said four. Exactly. Got you it. got one. All right. All right. All right.
1: Giannis. Okay. Oscar Robertson. Okay. Can't go past no. that. Yeah. yeah exactly. There Ray is. Allen. Ray Allen. That's it. That's it. All right. Ohio. Ohio State. I agree with yeah. you. Ohio State. No. Mm. The Browns. <laughs> The Browns? The laughing stock are the most popular? Are you kidding me? All right, here's one for you. New York. The Giants or the Yankees?
2: I'd say the Yankees. Well, yeah. Yankees,
1: by Yankees by far. Congratulations. <laughs> We're wrong.
2: Oh, no. Wrong. The Buffalo Bills. We had to go
3: upstate. There's a lot of Bills fans, but not no. the Yankees. no. We're, are you kidding me? I take Syracuse Who over Buffalo. Who wrote this article?
1: This, Can you tell me who's it? I tell you, Barstool it? Sports, Sports, Housing, Recreational, Tourism. That was their source.
2: They got it right in vain. They, they got ripped. They got it right. They got it right.
1: They got ripped on Twitter for this. Got Please. ripped on Twitter. I'm going to give you a couple more, okay, real quick. Uh, Missouri. Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, Kansas City, City Chiefs. Royals, Beautiful. Be- the Roy- how-, how about the St. Louis Cardinals? Yeah. Should be a no-brainer. No, they went with the Blues. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Not the Blues just because they won a Stanley Cup. No. Here's one for you. Texas. The Cowboys.
2: Yeah, of it's
3: course the it's
1: Cowboys. the Cowboys. It's the Astros. They went with the Astros. Wait, we
3: need a new drop of me just losing my mind in the back. <laughs> Here and you go. And you bleeping this everything is, out. This is really going to get you going. No, all right? don't do it. This, this, Louisiana. I can't be contained. Louisiana. The Saints.
2: It's got to be the Saints. It's L- got to L-
3: be, right? LSU. Pelicans. They said they haven't, even, they haven't even been around long enough. They were the Jazz.
1: Stop! Relieved. I got two more. I, can't. I got two more that are worse. Arizona. Uh, Who should it be? Di- I don't even know backs? a team in Arizona. Arizona. Thank you. We to get that state out of here. Phoenix Suns, right? Arizona, the University of Arizona, the Wildcats, uh, right? The Coyotes. <laughs> they went with the Coyotes. And finally, ladies and gentlemen, this may this may do it. Give me the curb your enthusiasm music right now. Here it is. Who is the most popular team in the state of Washington?
2: It's gotta be the Seahawks.
1: It's gotta be the Seahawks. Believer? You dub? The Mariners? Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know where this came from. The Seattle Supersonics! <laughs> Are we in 1979? When the Sonics defeated the Bullets! In 1978-79 season. There it is. The Seattle Super Okay, I'm not mad
3: anymore because clearly they did this just to be jackasses. Yeah. That's that's, that's what they did. Yeah. Because this is beyond ridiculous. (laughs) This is more ridiculous than that one thing that was so ridiculous. I can't
2: even. (laughs) Oh, he's crumbling it up.
3: Where's my lighter?
1: Gone. Unbelievable. Gosh. All right, TJ Reeves joins us when we come back and we talk all things Florida, all things bubbles, that and a whole lot more TC Martin show on a terrible Tuesday.
0: Turn your head and cough. Here's the doctor, TC Martin. One,
2: two, three, four.
1: Get up, get on up, get up. There is so much terrible Tuesday content here today. We just can't stop. And uh, I think we'll bring in our good friend TJ Reeves because there's still a couple other terrible Tuesdays that we're, we're carrying over here today. And uh, we'll get uh, we'll TJ's thoughts on that. The man who's a Buck sideline reporter, the Bucks sideline guy, uh, not to mention uh, everything else there, hanging around the bowels of Tropicana Field now and then, trying to look for old baseballs and old oranges. The one and only TJ Reeves joins us. What is up, my man? initials brother from another mother you know you're always having me
0: on terrible tuesday which just by inference that almost makes me think you think of me as terrible or is it a complimentary thing is it have me on terrible Tuesday?
1: I, I, well never first of all i never really gave it much thought now that you mentioned it i mean you know, cartwright's <laughs> kind of a wednesday staple you know wow right. a wild He's wednesday never
0: on a yeah. terrible tuesday yeah, right, yeah, right yeah so
1: you you may fit the, the bill there we'll just leave it at that so Uh, I do want to bring this up because you are a football guy here. So part of our terrible Tuesdays that that we didn't get a chance to hit is uh, Odell Beckham said he's bringing back the blonde hair. That's right. He's bringing back the blonde hair. And he has a quote with this as well, too. So he says, this is how I feel. I'm tired of playing your game like me and Cam talk about that, that humble S word. When you are inside like we are humble men, but they've taken that humbleness as a weakness and they S word again on us. It's crazy to be me because when you're up and when you're talking, they hate me. And for me this year, I'm trying to kill like that's it. That's why the blonde is back. There's nothing you can tell me. They've taken that humbleness as a weakness. I'm trying to kill.
0: What? Well, you know, you and I are both frolically challenged, and so when we look at, you know, Odell's quaff, Cam Newton's quaff, that's a whole lot more hair than you and I are ever going to have ever again. So I, I don't know that we belong in the hair conversation. I just I was laughing while you were saying that because I'm like going back. I think Michael Irvin is the one that I heard say it. I don't know if he came up with it, but it's the whole look good feel good play good right I guess that's what uh, OBJ is trying to go back to the look good feel good play good moniker
1: I I, I don't get this so like uh, yeah but should you be saying that I, I'm here to kill and that dyed blonde hair that's going to turn you into a killer <laughs> Dave's a killer name that movie TJ Reeves Dave's a killer
0: I, I don't know that one I'm oh. thinking of like Drago as the blonde In Rocky Four. No. Like half the Bond villains Were blondes Weren't they uh, Blonde guys they, they, I'm talking about Like the Europeans
1: They were They were No I was referring to Dave. Dave's a killer in Slapshot Dave was a killer Oh yes Yes, yes. Don't forget about that Anyway Alright So Believer That's your boy Odell Beckham Jr. You and Larry Legend No, no comment about Odell's uh, Blondish Sense That I'm gonna He's a, out to kill now
3: Yeah, look, if Odell would have got traded to my Vikings, then I'd have a little bit of a tie to him. I respected him. Would go with
1: the color scheme.
3: Yeah, maybe. It would. And he was great for a couple years with the Giants, but over the last couple years after that playoff not debacle and then his stint so far with the Browns, I'm off the Odell train for the moment.
1: All right, so uh, TJ, how much of a family feud guy are you? You're a regular, somewhat, right? Somewhat. Somewhat. I am aware, I,
0: speaking of Michael Irvin, I am aware of the NFL Hall of Famers having been on final on uh, Family Feud, and I, I, I saw the whole uh, uh, Bruce Smith thing. Ah, the thing ah,
1: there you go. There it is. Well, here it is. The Hall of Famers on Family Feud and Bruce Smith had probably the worst answer of all time, but could be the most hilarious. All right, Bruce,
2: let's go.
3: If Captain Hook was moonlighting as a handyman, he might replace his hook with what tool? A hammer. Try again. A penis. Tell me the age of kid is too old. <laughs> what? What the <laughs> f did he say?
1: A little delayed reaction from Steve Harvey there. Again, so TJ, uh, if, if you're on this or maybe this is uh, more of a question for the match game, if Captain Hook was moonlighting as a handyman, oh he might replace god. his hook with what?
0: Oh my god, I don't I don't think part of the male anatomy would have come into that answer somehow some way. And you got to remember now, I'm a parent as are you and we were big into the Disney and all the Peter Pan stuff and hook. And, uh, and the Disney cartoons with Captain Hook. And now we got my man Bruce Smith not coming up with anything better than that on Family Feud. Just one of
2: those uh <laughs> There it is. One of those Quake! Models, I agree. Quake,
1: got the X. What do you come up with, Quake? If Captain Hook was moonlighting as a handyman, he might replace his hook with what?
2: I thought Hammer was the best answer. I think it was. That's what I would have thought But it was already hammer. taken. Yeah, anyway, it was already it taken. It was already a taken. A, a, a saw. saw. Maybe a saw. A saw. Yeah. Believer?
1: Right. Drill. Drill. Oh.
2: The drill, yes. That's good. Penis it might work.
1: <laughs> who, who came up with that question?
0: That's the only thing on. There that. it is. But, I mean, yeah. that
1: question. It seems like all the f- questions on Family Feud, like Match Game, are always in the sexual connotations. <laughs> <Always>. No, seriously. <laughs> Where they get their best? Clips. Well, but think about think about
0: the show writers that are coming up with the questions for the survey. You know, one hundred people survey, top five answers on the board. After about question twenty three or question forty nine. You start getting bored, and th- and so then you start uh, heading into uncharted waters and trouble, and and topics and subject matter that you probably shouldn't. Seriously, so I, can, I, I w- can appreciate.
1: I want to I want to go. I want to start charting future family feuds and throw the match game because now the match game is back with their. You know, I think it's on ABC weeknights. <laughs> I don't know what night it is, but seriously, go and check which one of these questions. I don't have sexual connotations. Right. I guarantee you, I want to go, I'm going to go 80%, maybe even 90%. It seems like every one of these are that way, and you're probably right, Quake, because they're, they're going for the playback, they're going for the funny, but can it dare be funny? Dare I say, dare I say, you
0: nailed it. Well the little extra connotation there. You nailed it. There you go. There it is. I
1: don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And I love the game show, but it seems like, is it just COVID-19 time where we're bringing back the old, you know, replenished revival of these old game shows over and over and over again? I've never seen so many game shows in prime time like I've seen in...
3: No, it's not the COVID-19. Look, uh, that's me and Larry the Legend's favorite pastime when we're not eating. Uh, We (laughs) like to watch Game Show Network, okay? And Family Feud has hours and hours of clips and footage on YouTube. Uh, about funny moments and funny answers And Family Feud, you can watch a good four or five hours at night on the Game Show Network straight. I understand. <laughs> I understand the Game Show Network, but those are you know things from the seventies and the eighties and the nineties and the early
1: two so, thousands. You know, ABC, I think NBC. You're right, though. They they're running
0: rolling. out of. Yeah, they're running out of ideas, and they're putting the game show stuff back on, just trying to to, to fill up. I mean, they got hours and hours to fill up on network TV. And keep in mind because of the shutdown you're not able to produce new content for a lot of this so i understand i understand so speaking of quoting movies i feel like colonel nathan jessup on the stand and a few good men are these the questions that
1: you brought me here to answer <laughs> come on very What's nice on? come on i Great would dj reese i would but you can't handle the truth <laughs>
0: I have a responsibility greater than you can fathom, T.C. Martin. Oh, that's right. You weep. You weep for the Dodgers and curse the Giants. You
1: have that luxury. Keep going. Go ahead. Wow, buddy. very nice. Very nice. And I could probably dominate you in Pulp Fiction, but you, I may become a distant second to you in uh, in, a in doing a few good men. Uh, very nice, though. But uh, yeah, <laughs> Jessup, uh, strong in the stand, no question about it. Tom what do you first? want to talk about now, my
0: favorite color? Yeah, Keep ex- going. Ex- Go ahead. Ex- yeah. ex- exactly. Speaking
1: of colors, did you issue the code red? Exactly. Damn right exactly. I did. Oh, you got that. What is it, TJ? Give me the, the exact line here. I eat breakfast 400 yards away. how to go? I knew you
0: know exact word for it. I word. eat breakfast 300 yards from 4,000 Cubans who are trained to kill me. Don't think that you can come down here, flash a badge, and make me
1: nervous. Quake, can you come up with anything there from a few good men? Uh, I have <laughs>
2: clips, but uh, TJ edited, oh. edited part of that line. Yeah. So yes. uh, thank you for doing that. I was getting ready to hit the bleep button.
1: Here, I'll just yes. leave you with this, my friend, okay? Are we clear? Crystal. There it is. Very nice. Very, see, good I set him up for the guys. assist. There. That was a bounce pass. Uh, inside, TJ Reeves scores the bucket.
2: Reeves.
1: Very, very nice, my friend. Very nice. Uh, let me ask you. You saw a good portion of our Terrible Tuesday, or you heard it. You saw the, the map. I think when I, uh, you retweeted. I already it. put this on social I, media. I love what it. Ele- I what love elementary your Elementary school student came up
0: with that map. But <laughs> I that love that. That can't be an adult. That, can't, that map, again, for the listeners, go find it on social media. You put it up, I put it up. That map has the Houston Astros as the most popular team in Texas. They aren't even the most popular team in Houston. Exactly. How about the Dallas Cowboys, who are the most popular team in the state next to Texas, New Mexico on that map, not being the most popular team in Texas? That's a, that, I looked at that thing and dismissed it much the same way that uh, the T.C. Martin dismisses like a bologna sandwich these days with all those meals that you're eating. Thank uh, you. you dismiss these things. Uh, like the state of Ohio on that map, has the Cleveland Browns as the number one team. Anybody that knows anything about Ohio, the Ohio State Buckeyes, and then the state next to it is Wisconsin, and it's got the Ohio State Buckeyes logo and not the Badgers or the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. It's either it's either somebody with Crayola crowns in elementary or uh, uh, somebody that's under the influence of substances that did that whole
1: fandom. And now here's, thing. here's where I think we can pinpoint it, where I understand the flaw here, because... I think a lot of people don't understand the states, okay? Because they're not labeled. So you have to be, you know, pretty... You know, well thought of geographically here. Like, what is that state that's up next to Washington? Okay, you got Idaho, but what is that to the what's see, the, the the east of Idaho? Because do you see what they got? They got the Yankees as being there. I don't even think that state, Montana, whatever that right. is. I don't think there's even a sport. Is that what it is Montana way up at the top? That's no, not Montana. That Montana that's yeah. not no. Montana doesn't go bare up against the Canadian border, my friend. There's North Dakota and what South Dakota? That's South Dakota. <laughs> But that's not South. No, South Dakota's underneath (laughs) North Dakota. So I don't know what that Uh is. You want to say Montana? It's not brown. It's blue. It has the Yankee logo. And in New York, they're saying the Bills. So the Yankees can't even be in their own state.
0: Uh, Again, you're giving that that map far too much credit and far too much airtime. That's a terrible map on terrible Tuesdays. For the state of Florida, it has the Marlins. There it is. The Marlins don't have 27 fans. The Marlins aren't even the most popular thing in Miami, where the Dolphins have been king for 50 years. Again. Either an elementary school kid or somebody that was on drugs to put
3: that out. T.J. the Tampa Bay Storm are more popular. <laughs> <Yeah>. Tremendous <laughs> arena football. Look at, look at Brad the Believer going
1: yeah, all arena football on that. As he should. Uh, and the same yes. thing goes with Arizona. Danny White's team is not the Arizona Coyotes. It's the uh, Arizona Wranglers or the Rattlers back in the day.
0: The, yes. Aaron yes,
1: Garcia, another arena, Sacramento arena Sports arena Hall of thing. Famer, the greatest quarterback in the AFL history. Let's be
0: clear Tim, about that, my friend. Tim
3: Markham himself alone. Is more popular Boom. than the entire Florida Marlins franchise. Please,
0: he's referring to the legendary coach, the late now, unfortunately, Bradley, the late legendary coach of the Tampa Bay Storm that won, I believe, four Arena Ball World titles. He also won a couple of championships. Uh, there were always world titles, like they're playing Arena Ball in Europe or Australia, <laughs> or the Far East. The Arena Ball World titles, he won like six of them as the uh, Arena League coach. Uh, so yeah, it was always always fascinating when the Tampa team would play the Orlando team because the fans just didn't like each other either and, and there would be brawls in the stands and dollar beer night and and arena football so that. That's more entertaining. You're right. The Tampa Bay Storm would be
1: a better choice than the, than uh, the Miami Mar- I'll Mar- take the Orlando Predators any day over the Tampa the Bay Storm.
3: The proverbial war on I-4, the uh, Predator storm Magic There you go. you got to love that.
1: Outstanding. Uh, no, no question. Probably uh, outdrew the Orlando Magic back in the day as well, too. So don't forget that.
3: <laughs> I don't know. Hey, man, the Magic no, in the 90s oh, were shocking. No, back in the day, yeah. And then T-Mac and Grand Hill, even yeah. though Grant Hill didn't suit last up last six years, though, forget yeah. about it. Yeah. Exactly. After they yeah. got rid of Stan Van Gundy, it was all downhill.
1: Well, look what they did. That's what you get when you playing arena named after a cleaning product yeah. i mean come on is that is it still the amway arena or whatever it is it is oh correct. come on please yeah. yeah we that's another whole i know they away another Central their, Florida hey hey just to follow
0: up they've cleaned out their fan base yeah You're i knew, absolutely I knew, right. I knew that was coming you.
1: yeah earthquake missed a drum roll on that one but that's a, that's quite okay <laughs> all right tj reeves Buck Sideline guy, our man in Florida, talking all things Floridian, all things bubbles. How many bubbles do we have in Florida? We've got the NBA, the WNBA, the MLS. I don't even know if they're still playing or not. Uh, MSL, MLS, uh, take your pick however you want to say it there. Uh, what else? What, what other bubbles well, do we I mean, have going the, on? Let,
0: let's start with the NBA, which, uh, again, by the hour, there's more and more interesting stuff because apparently Michael Beasley, the former number two overall pick, Uh, who's been around the NBA now for over a decade. He was signed, but he's already been ejected from the bubble. He did... Enough, and they kind of just the answer has kind of been well, we'll we'll figure that out if and when it happens when the game start
1: up. We talked to the big seven footer about this, and he said the answer, which I think every coach has to say, next man up, plain and simple, next man up, you know, superstar. You could say that about some situations, but I mean, who's replacing Giannis on the Milwaukee box? You guys know that, but the here's the deal. Knows that. But look about look at look at this, this is Russell Westbrook. A former yep. MVP has COVID-19. It wasn't the top story yesterday, 48 hours ago, when this hit. Why do you think that is? Does that speak more to we're becoming numb about the situation that everybody, not everybody, but so many people have testing positive? But what happens after they test positive? They go on camera, they come on audio, and they say, hey, I'm good. I'm quarantined. I'm okay. I, I'm going to recover from this. Is it viewpoint of maybe not that big a deal or other people are getting it? We know that we're going to recover. We're superstar athletes. Right. Or is it people don't care? What? Or is it that eh, people don't care for Russell Westbrook? What is it? Would it have the same effect as LeBron James or Giannis? Or, you know, if Kevin Durant was Kawhi playing. Leonard, right. Kawhi Leonard, right, s- well, something in that nature. I mean, begs the question. And LeBron is obviously
0: right now in this playoff scenario more so than Steph Curry because they're not in the in the playoff bubble, uh, the Golden State Warriors. So, But LeBron is essentially the face of the league right now. And, uh, you know, they are counting on, counting on the Lakers going deep into this thing, if not being in the finals, if not winning it. So that's the... That's the hot button example if something was to happen with he and COVID nineteen or the Lakers team. And that's another that's another point on here too. What happens if some of the team members on the team, two or three of them have it? Don't you have to don't you have to basically quarantine the entire team and the entire staff? I mean, that's another question that that's in all those guidelines, which is about the same length as the tax code that the NBA came up with. So uh, we'll see. I, I know uh, they, they opened Disney back a couple of days ago this weekend, so I know there's some people over there uh, that are in and around that are socially distant to Disney World uh, right now in the different theme parks, and the players have arrived, and it's just it's a bizarre situation to have this going on uh, right now while the NBA tries to figure it out. And, they, and, and we should say, as much as we're joking around, like 95-plus percent, maybe even 98 percent, of the testing that the NBA has done, it's all negative.
1: Sean Holmes saying, no, I, I, got, I don't like this food. I got to go out and, and get some takeout. I got to get delivery well, heard, from somewhere else. Okay,
0: What's so the, the there? The have come out. He ordered from a, from a delivery food service and he, like, walked across the carport. He, he walked out of the, like,
1: Right there is delivered to your room every day. You've I got know. you've got cooks and chefs there. They're taking care of the. They're going to take care of the best athletes in the world.
3: I, I don't get you that. Disney think. is supposed to have top of the line customer service facilities, chefs uh, all across right. the United States. And for to not be able to take care of the players with their food at an elite level is mind boggling to me. Why they would even want to go out? They should be able to have anything they want at just one phone call from the room anything they should have chefs on duty that prepare anything they want anything they can think of and i'm surprised that disney is not executing
1: that guys here's the equivalent it's like i am there at the mandalay bay or i'm at the bellagio the mgm what am i gonna do i'm gonna step outside and go hey give me old polo loco are you kidding me it's not happening Give me the Wolfgang oh, wait, Puck wait, Steakhouse. Wait, wait, wait. You
0: were telling me, you were telling me, you were getting Freddy's today for lunch.
1: I heard yes. the ad for Freddy's while
0: I was on hold. What happens if you're in the top ranked bubble at the MGM, right there where you are, right. and you are Jonesing for some Freddy's, and you really want some Freddy's? Are you are they going to deny it They're at the top rank bubble at the MGM if you're trying to order? I mean, I,
1: I'm you know, telling you, I got to take, one, I got to take one for the team, and I'm going to uh, take uh, some some of the great food there at the MGM Grand. They got some fantastic restaurants there. I mean, they got a whole food court there. They got some great establishments there. I got to go there. Again, right. they got the chefs. They got everybody. They are taking care of some of the best athletes in the world. All right, TJ Reeves joins us, Buck sideline reporter, our guy there in Tampa, Florida. Uh, you just brought up LeBron James, the NBA winning the title. I'm gonna. We all like to wager here, of course, because uh, we're in Vegas. So I'm gonna throw this sure. out to all of you guys, believer, <clears throat> quake, TJ Reeves. I am gonna take. The field bet right now. You guys can have the Lakers if you want. I'm taking the field. In other words, I'll take anybody but the Lakers. No way in the world I'm saying the Lakers win this championship, asterisks or not. They're not winning. Do well, I,
3: anybody on the other side I'll, of this? I'll start it off. Uh, no, uh, I, I like the Lakers' opportunity to get far, but I'm definitely taking the field also. Yeah, they're too, not winning. There's too many other teams that can be healthy and play well at the right time. And all it takes is one important piece further for the Lakers. They've already lost two guys. And all it takes is one more guy to really put a wrench in their sale. So I'm with you. I'm taking the field. What about you, TJ?
1: So I
0: always looked at this bet as a sucker bet. (laughs) Uh, Then again, Tiger Woods reduced it to it's not a sucker bet because you never went with the field against Tiger in his day. So I I would not go against you here. I would not take the field. I'm being contraire, mo' frere. I would say the Lakers are the overwhelming favorites. LeBron is the best player that's in this pool, in this talent pool. Unless something COVID-related were to happen, I'm taking the Lakers even against the field over everybody else. All right. Because... I, I, I feel that strongly they're going to get it done with he and Anthony
1: Davis. All right, there it is. That is a wager, and you will not get paid off with uh, – I'm not going to get paid off with El Polo Loco, okay? It's, <laughs>
3: it's, it's, it's going to be a, a, a fine restaurant. Well, apparently nobody listened to my clip, Quake. You'll remember this from a week ago when uh, Doc Rivers was on his son Austin's podcast and talk about the Clippers organization getting Peloton equipment and being the first out to having all their players having workout equipment. So – the Clippers franchise is not only healthy right now, but they've been way ahead of the game. They're taking From it the seriously. One
0: thing, yeah.
1: believer: yeah. they're still the Clippers. Yes, good point. There it is. They're still the Clippers. They have that red, white, and blue sail, and uh, you can't uh, can't dismiss that. Geez. Fair enough. There it is. They are the Clippers. There it is. It's just like the Bills. All right. They may look really good, but they still are the Bills, and they are New York's favorite team, as we know, according to the kindergarten Uh-oh. cop or whoever that, yeah. uh, that wrote Thank that. You. It's some schoolyard there in backwards. Uh, country, Tampa, At least whatever. they did get I it right. right
0: that in the state of Alabama, that Alabama football would be king. That's like one of the 49 they got right out of all of
1: them. I still want someone to tell me, what is that state that's uh, to the east of Washington?
3: Are right? you sure it's not UAB that's yeah. uh, the leader? <laughs> or uh, Alabama? Are we positive about that? How about in California
0: right next to you it has the Chargers <laughs> while we give this more props
3: oh, for idiocy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The Chargers don't even have any
1: fans.
3: Exactly. Not even in L.A.
1: Exactly. Ridiculous. It is. Yeah, it's terrible. That is a terrible terrible Tuesday, my friend. It is a terrible Tuesday. All right, my friend. Uh, Great stuff. We appreciate you joining us today. Uh, Way to come in there and relief. Close it down for us. You gave us, a you know, just like Tampa Bay style or Rays style, you know, your starter comes in and pitches to three guys and your closer pitches to six. And you got the hold (laughs) and the save all in one. I don't know what Kevin Cash and you are doing over there, but it worked today.
0: And hey, the Rays are working out here, the the Lightning are working out both in Tampa. The baseball season about to start, the hockey season about to resume with the playoffs, so we're getting excited about those things uh here. Always good to be on the TC Martin show. You boys behave, if that's
1: possible. You got it, buddy. Thanks. TJ Reeves, Buck sideline guy. We'll talk to him more as we approach The NFL. And again, will we have a college football season? Only time will tell. All right, great stuff today. If you miss any part of the show, go to the website, tcmartinshow.com. Hit us on Twitter, follow us there, tcmartin21, and Brad the Believer as well. Tomorrow, Sam Gordon's going to join us, Bill Lambier. Scheduled to join us uh, as well from one of the bubbles there in, what's that, Braden,
3: Bradenton, Florida? What is it called? Bradenton, Florida. That's yeah. not too far from Orlando and Tampa. And as, by the time we get on the air tomorrow, more dominoes will probably fall. Yes. T.C. Mark.
1: Absolutely. don't forget, tomorrow is franchise tag day. Will Dak Prescott sign a deal before then? I doubt it. For the quake, for the believer. T.C. saying so long. We'll catch you tomorrow here at 2.